Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called Mr. Rat and His Lovely Daughter, an adaptation of a Japanese folktale written for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Victor and Harold and their family from New Orleans, Paul and Lucy and their family in Fairbanks, Alaska, Olivia and Reese Doyle and their family in North Carolina, and Teddy, Lucy, Vivi, and Milo and their family from Denver, Colorado. Thank you so much, Milo, Vivi, Lucy, Teddy, Reese, Olivia, Lucy, Paul, Harold, and Victor. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or just tell a friend about us. If you would like to receive a thank you in a future episode, head over to patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. Mr. Rat and His Lovely Daughter Once upon a time, Mr. Rat decided it was time to find a husband for his daughter. A long time ago, it was customary for fathers to do things like this, and Mr. Rat took this responsibility very seriously. He was an old rat, his fur gone gray and bushy, his tail ragged and his whiskers chewed. His daughter, though, she was a great beauty. At least he thought so. Her tail was long and pink, her whiskers fine as silver needles, her fur was soft as any kitten, and her little squeaky voice brought joy to all who heard it. Her name was Sakura, which means cherry blossom. Mr. Rat had chosen it for his daughter because she had the loveliest nose of the palest pink, just like the flowers he saw every spring. To him, she was perfect, and she deserved the best husband in the world. My daughter, my Sakura, my cherry blossom on the wind he said when she sat down for dinner. You must have a husband. Tell me who you want and we can make it so. Sakura smiled over her rice. Well, she said, a little smile tugging at her whiskers. She had been expecting this conversation. To tell you the truth, I do have someone in mind. What? Who? Her father asked, tail twitching. Sora, she said, her eyes far away and sparkling. When she said his name, it was like wind through the cherry blossoms. No doubt, she was in love. Sora, Mr. Rat spluttered. That lazy rat who lives in a box down the road? No, no way. He's chewing us a house in the outer wall. It's almost done. I said no, Sakura, absolutely not. No lowly rat is good enough for my daughter. But, Dad, Sakura said patiently, we are rats. Her father slapped his paw on their little table, sending rice leaping into the air. Rats, of course we're rats, he said as Sakura pulled rice from her fur. We're rats, but you're special, the smartest, the funniest and the prettiest, a true catch. Whiskers like silver needles, hair soft as a cat, nose pink as a cherry blossom. No rat will do for you. No, you deserve a husband worthy of such earth-shaking beauty. 
But who in the world is strong enough to deserve you? He leapt up, scattering the rice Sakura had just finished cleaning. She rolled her eyes, familiar with her father's dramatics. Oh, I've got it, he said. Not in the world. Not on the world, I should say. Who is worthy of my wonderful daughter but the sun itself, shining golden in the sky? The sun that lights the world. The sun? But, Dad, I don't want to marry the sun. I want to marry Sora. Now, now, a little rat like that isn't worthy of a beauty like you. You'll only have the best. Think of it, Sakura. The sun. Who's stronger than that? No one. Now, that's a good husband. I mean, I think a good husband is probably one that loves me a lot and wants to build the same kind of life as me and also maybe isn't molting lava hot all the time. Details, details. Sakura tried to find an argument that would convince him, but her father wouldn't listen. No more arguing, he said finally. I'm going to bed, and when we get up tomorrow, we're going to ask the son to marry you. It'll be my (laughs) son-in-law. He slammed his bedroom door behind him, ending the conversation. Sakura sat and worried over her rice until it grew cold and clumpy. She knew it was customary for fathers to plan their daughters' marriages, but she didn't think it was fair. She knew that he loved her and wanted the best for her, but why should her dad get to decide who she spent her life with? It was her life. It didn't really make sense. She didn't want to marry the son. She didn't want to marry anyone but Sora. Luckily, Sakura wasn't just a pretty rat with silver needle whiskers. She was also a smart and determined one. It took a few more hours and a whole pot of tea, but finally, Sakura thought of a clever plan. She snuck out that night and talked to the sun and a few others. They agreed to her plan, and when Mr. Rat woke up the next morning, everything was in place. Sakura! he called when he was up and dressed. Are you ready to go and find your husband? The pretty and smart and determined rat came out of her room wearing a beautiful robe, one that really brought out the pink in her nose. Yes, father, let's go and talk to the sun. They lived in the walls of a large house, and outside was a sprawling garden. The two rats wove around the spring blooms and scurried up to the top of a nearby hill. It was the first place the sun touched each morning and seemed to Mr. Rat like a fitting place for a proposal. Well, here we are, he said to his daughter. Now go ahead and ask, like I taught you. Oh, do I really have to? For your old dad, come on. Sakura sighed and then looked up at the sun. Oh, sun, you are the strongest. It's clear for all to see. None can beat your golden heat. So won't you marry me? The sun looked down from the sky, smiling at the rats. Mr. Rat and the lovely and clever Sakura, he said. That's a wonderful offer, but I'm afraid I'm not who you're looking for. Mr. Rat looked confused, his whiskers furrowed. Ah, my daughter deserves the best and the strongest, and that's you. 
You can light the world. How could it be anyone else? The sun frowned. I may be bright and strong, but the clouds are stronger than me. I can shine down, but they can block my light and cast a shadow over everything. Now, that's strong, and that's who I'd want my daughter to marry. Mr. Rat thought about that for a second, playing with his tail. Well, if the sun says the clouds are stronger, I guess he'd be the one to know. Thank you for your honesty, son. Now come on, Sakura, let's go talk to the clouds. As he led her away, Sakura looked over her shoulder at the sun. The sun looked back at her and winked. So far, so good. Mr. Rat found a distant cloud in the sky, and they made their way through the gardens until they were in its shadow. Once he felt like they had a suitable spot on a shady stump, he nudged Sakura forward. Oh, cloud, you are the strongest. It's clear for all to see. We can't evade your rain and shade, so won't you marry me? The cloud looked down at the rats and rumbled, its voice like thunder. Oh, thank you, little rats, but I'm not as strong as all that. But you block the sun that lights the world, cried Mr. Rat. What can be stronger than that? Oh, I can block the sun, but I'm helpless before the wind. It comes blowing and pushing me around whenever it wants. That's really strong. I'd try to catch the wind for my daughter if I were you. The wind, said Mr. Rat, slapping his own forehead. Of course, so strong, so elegant. Come on, child, let's go get you the wind. Sakura let her father pull her away, turning to share one last sly smile with the clouds. They spent all afternoon chasing the wind back and forth across the gardens. It was fast and strong, and though they were quick, the rats couldn't keep up. Finally, they cornered it where the hedges met the trees. Quick, daughter, Mr. Rat said, pushing her forward, before it can get away again. Oh, wind, you are the strongest. It's clear for all to see. The clouds all go when you blow, so won't you marry me? The wind whistled and whipped and howled. Somewhere in that blowy breeze, a voice rang out. The clouds and leaves and even the trees bend before me. But still, I'm not as strong as you think. What? Come on, you can even blow the clouds that block the sun that lights the world. But look at the thick walls of the house where you live. I've been trying to blow that down for years and years, and I haven't even shifted them an inch. That's real strength. I know if I was getting married, that's who I'd want. Oh, yes, yes, the walls, Mr. Rat said, getting frantic now. Of course, thank you. He grabbed Sakura's hand and started pulling her away. Come on now, we've wasted most of the day already, only to be led back to our own wall. I should have seen it sooner. He kept talking as they headed back towards their home. Sakura winked at the wind and then felt it at her back, urging her on. Soon, they arrived at the tall walls of their home. 
The walls loomed way up into the sky and stood strong and sturdy against the wind. So tall, so powerful, Mr. Rat whispered. Go on, go on, he said, ushering Sakura forward. Oh, 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 you are the strongest. It's clear for all to see. It's hard to fight against your height. So won't you marry me? The wall loomed over the little rats. When it finally spoke, its voice was slow and thoughtful. Well, you are certainly a very lovely rat, but I'm afraid I cannot marry you. Why not? Mr. Rat called, finally exasperated. You can stop the wind that blows the clouds that block the sun. He held his hat in his hands and stood tall on his fuzzy back legs. Come now, she's smart, she's kind, she's lovely, she has whiskers like silver needles. Did you see these whiskers? Look at the whiskers. They are beautiful whiskers, the wall said slowly. But I'm not as strong as all that. For instance, even now, as we speak, a creature of great strength is carving out a hole near my feet. I can feel the tickle. A creature more powerful still, one who can carve a hole in this mighty wall. Surely this must be the right one to marry. Don't you think so, Sakura? Sakura smiled, her cherry blossom nose wiggling with joy. I think you're right, Dad. Together, they rushed around the wall, looking for the hole. Sakura was full of hope. Her plan had worked so far. The sun and the clouds and the wind and the wall had all played their parts perfectly. Now it was time for the last step. Here it is, her father cried. A hole carved right into the outer wall. This is where your husband lives. He took her by the shoulders seriously. Are you ready? I'm ready, she said. Then she turned and walked up to the hole. Sora, you are the strongest, it's clear for all to see, you can chew a hole clean through, so won't you marry me? Sora looked at his fellow rats and smiled. Sakura, he said. I would be honored to marry you. Is that okay, Mr. Rat? Okay, is it okay? He said. It's amazing. Finally, I've found someone worthy of my daughter. The rat who can chew a hole in a wall that can stop the wind that blows the clouds that block the sun that lights the world. What a match. I did it. I really did it. She's getting married. Sakura was overjoyed. She'd made her father happy and gotten what she wanted at the same time. She'd known Sora was the right match for her, and now her father believed it too. It was perfect. They had the wedding soon after, and Mr. Rat only cried a little when it came time to walk Sakura down the aisle. After the ceremony, she moved into the new house with Sora, and her father visited often. He grew to love Sora too, 
Not just because he was the rat that could chew a hole in a wall that could stop the wind that blows the clouds that block the sun that lights the world, but because Sora was smart and funny and a good husband. Best of all, he thought Sakura was just as special as Mr. Rat did, so they had a lot in common. Together, they all lived happily ever after. The End Today's story, Mr. Rat and His Lovely Daughter, was an adaptation of a Japanese folktale written for you by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon, with songs by us both. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, make a monthly donation at patreon.com stories, or simply tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening!